News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, artificial intelligence is a fast-growing phenomenon in many industries, but is the government equipped to deal with it? Uh, the Minister for Trade Promotion, Digital and Company Regulation, Dara Kaleri, joins us. Minister, is the government equipped to cope with the huge challenges of AI? Well, good morning, Shane. Uh, I think we are. Uh, my predecessor, Robert Troy, commissioned a national strategy in AI two years ago, uh, long before uh, there was any uh, talk about current developments. And what we're doing today is reflecting on the progress of that two years where we have put in place a lot of the building blocks that are equipping us to deal with the challenge. We're not complacent. Um, you know, this is changing very quickly. And that's why we're renewing the strategy. That's why today I'm, I'm putting out a call for expressions of interest for people with skills and expertise in this space to join an AI advisory council. Uh, anybody that's interested, um, we need to hear from them by the 4th of September. Um, we are also putting, uh, we also have 85 million euro in place between now and 2026 for businesses uh, across the country to do their digital transition, digital transformation. Um, and we also have a national AI ambassador in Dr. Patricia Scanlon, who's been out and about, including on News Talk, talking about AI over the course of the last uh, 12 months, trying to answer people's concerns, point out the challenges. And last October, uh, Shane, we had a fantastic event in Tangent in Trinity College, where just over 40 young people from all over the country in a structured day, a national youth assembly on AI. And it was really interesting. Last January then at the Young Scientist Competition, many of the projects, uh, both in the technological and in the social side of the competition, were AI-focused and AI-enabled. So, you know, there's been a very good conversation. There's a huge amount of activity. There's a huge amount of research and development happening across business and across education. Okay. Um, it, it has, though, been identified, AI, um, as one of the critical threats to our way of life, um, you know, up there yeah, with sort of pandemics and, and wars and, and, and so on. Like, I suppose, is any one government going to be equipped to deal with that level of threat? So, look, we've identified it as a threat, absolutely. Um, but when you identify a threat, you also have mitigation measures, and we have those in place um, and we're also moving into this space now at EU level. Um, we would hope to have the, uh, dra- the draft EU legislation finalised by the very latest next spring. Um, that would put the guardrails in place to kind of assuage people's concerns and fears. But I think, Shane, you've also touched on something. It's moving so fast. We need to make sure that that regulation is robust and protects people. We also need to make sure that it's flexible to allow for future developments that future developments uh, don't make the regulation, uh, don't put it out of date immediately. So that's the balance we're trying to strike. That's the balance Ireland will try to strike. Our overall ethos as a government in terms of AI is that it's ethical and that it's people-centred. Uh, and there there are prime guide rails uh, as we go. Yeah, I saw a piece in the paper the other day saying that AI could be used to listen to uh, how you type on your phone or on your device and use that as a, as a way of fraud. I mean, there's so many threats out there and so many developing threats. 
But equally, the AI, also there was research last week, uh, you know, showing the use of AI in healthcare scenarios, you know, in the reading of, um, in radiography. Yeah, yeah, no fair. Yeah, the treatment of brief breast cancer, there's huge potential. So, here uh, and there are, well. I presume there are opportunities for Ireland. I, I mean, we like to pride ourselves as, as being a knowledge economy, uh, as being a high tech economy. Are there opportunities for us in that, in that sphere? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, Minister Covey uh, and I, have been discussing this with the IDA, the kind of opportunities that are there in terms of investment. We have designated CEDAR uh, at UCD to be Ireland's national AI hub. Uh, and that is going to, uh, that is already, I was with them there at the beginning of the summer. Some of the projects they're working on for businesses are really, really exciting. Um, and there are small companies right across the country, Shane, right across the island, uh, working in this space at positive projects, positive products and positive developments that will enhance our lives. But we're not uh, asleep either, Shane, to the challenges to employment. And that's why the uh, expert group on future skill needs did work for us last year, identifying the areas we need to work in, identifying the areas we need to roll out skills programs in. And we're beginning to do that um, across the country through the various ETBs, through um, the technical universities and in many, many spheres. So there are skills and upskilling opportunities available for people. Okay. Um, the, you, you mentioned the AI Advisory Council. What type of professions are you, are you hoping to, to uh, have included on that council? So look, I, I, I'm actually quite open on this. The more, the more kind of skills we have, the better, because it is going to impact on, on everyone's um, uh, life and there are opportunities and there are challenges. What I uh, what I wanted to do is to specifically focus um, how we build public trust, um, how we can, you know build public trust in AI and assuage people's concerns, uh, how we keep to those core principles that I mentioned. You know, trustworthy, ethical, uh, person centred. As I said, we're coming into the stage where um, we will be finalising the scope of the EU legislation. Uh, and I will be using the uh, the group as a sounding board in terms of that uh, as well. So, you know, I, I, I as I said, Shane, I was really blown away by the uh, Youth Assembly on AI uh, last October. It really shows how engaged our young people are. So there will definitely be a lot of young people in this space uh, as well in terms of their ambition and their plans for AI. Simon Coveney, I heard him saying a few weeks ago that he wanted Ireland to become a global hub uh, for AI. Is that a realistic ambition? Absolutely. And, you know, as part of that, um, you know, the, the ministers laid out challenges for the department as to how we can reach that. We set up a particular unit within the department. And as I said, he's leading out an engagement uh, with the IDA as to how we can do that. Uh, we are the fifth most digitally advanced economy in the EU. Uh, we are next year working with uh, like-minded EU countries uh, around this space. And we will be hosting what's called the D9 which is a group of European countries in technology um, next uh, year here in Dublin to advance this agenda and to also advance Ireland's ambitions in this space as well. Okay, two very quick things before I let you go, Minister. The Irish Independent reporting this morning that an increase in child benefit rates uh, are, are on the table in budget talks. Now, I know, look, it's all part of the budgetary process and so on. Is it something you personally would favour? Look, I, I, today's the 10th of August, Shane. I think we've another two months of this to come. <laughs> Get used um, to it, Minister. Get used six, to it. Yeah, 60 days of headlines saying what will be in the budget. Michael McGraw and Pascal don't know who will present the budget. There are areas we do want to get payments into families, into working families. 
We have shown uh, that, and indeed in the next few weeks, people won't have a bill. They won't have to pay primary school books bills, and that will be a big uh, change for a lot of houses. So we are focused on assisting working families, and the budget will build out on that. Okay, and uh, finally, before I let you go, uh, the Electoral Commission asked to carry out a review on a number of issues, including scrapping by-elections, lowering the voting age, and limiting the use of election posters. Do you have a view on any of them, the, the voting age for bringing it down to 16? Is that something you would favour yourself? I'd love to see the research on it. I, I think uh, it's something that I, I, I believe that with the various introductions of courses at school and that is something that could be done. And But I think what the Minister, what Dara O'Brien has asked the Electoral Commission is to potentially include it in their research programme um, and they will come back with research that's uh, properly done uh, on that, uh, hopefully in advance of next year's European and local elections. OK, we'll leave it there. Minister for Trade Promotion, Digital and Company Regulation, Dara Cleary, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Now as we News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk